Okay, thank you. Um, yeah, so myself and my colleague Tim, who's sitting down here, are here today to talk about our Transcribe Bentham project. Um, and we are going to focus on what we described as the character journey, which is the story of our super transcriber, and what we mean by that will become clear as we go along, and also why this particular superwoman picture is um, significant as well. But first of all, to give a bit of background about what our project actually is, um, it was funded for a year. Um, last April it began and it finished basically of last month. It was funded by a one-year grant from the AHRC and its aim was to design a, an online transcription tool um, and to crowdsource um, the manuscript transcription of Jeremy Bentham's uh, manuscript papers, um, 60,000 of which are held in, in UCL's library. And so we went live in September for a six-month period. And in that time, our aim was to try and recruit a pool of users who could log in, create an account, and then transcribe um, Jeremy Bentham's papers, um, some of which had never really been studied before. Um, and then eventually, these transcriptions that people would do would be contributed to a digital resource. So what we did was we designed this transcription desk. Um, what we have on the side is the text entry box and then the image of the manuscript on the right-hand side. The whole time the project was going, we've had a photographer photographing the papers, um, which are then uploaded to our desk. We created a toolbar at the top here, um, which encodes the transcriptions in um, TEI, um, which will render them fully searchable once they are, um, uh, once they are added to our digital resource. And how did we recruit our users? Well, we tried various method, methods, um, social media, publicity through the press and blogs, and outreach initiatives. This is our Facebook page um, at the top left, our Twitter profile at the top right. And one of our outreach initiatives was um, our Bentham in the Community program, which um, was a series of three events funded by a Beacon Bursary for Public Engagement from UCL. And um, it aimed to try and engage the local community um, in Transcribe Bentham, but also in the wider work of the Bentham Project, um, whose main aim is to produce um, a new um, authoritative edition of the collected works of Bentham in print. Um, and so what we did was we arranged three public events, um, one at UCL, one out in the community down near Spitalfields, where B uh, Bentham was born. And the third was a Bentham walk around parts of London with which Bentham was associated. And so we were trying to basically combine our digital community with a sort of physical community um, out, in the, out in the community itself in London. Um, and we tried to kind of draw the link between the history of London and, and Bentham's, um, Bentham's own history and to recruit users at the same time. Once we had our community, we tried to keep them coming back and to keep them, keep them interested um, using a variety of methods again. We had a leaderboard, a discussion forum, what we called a Benthamometer, and each user had a social profile that they could populate. This is a social profile um, at the top left. It's, this is um, Transcribe Bentham Editor's own profile. Um, it's not very clear, but 
everyone had the chance to sort of um, include personal information about themselves, um, what they did for a living, where they were from, um, their hobbies and interests, their favourite films and their movies, um, favourite music, as well as their favourite Bentham quotes, um, favourite websites. And each user also had a message board, just like Facebook, where um, other users could log in, could leave a message for them. Um, and so it's interactive in that way. On the top right, we have our, our leaderboard with our top users. Every time a, a user transcribed something for us, they would gain points and move up the leaderboard. So from what we had read um, from previous um, results from previous crowdsourcing projects, um, we gathered that that kind of motivation was important to keep people enthused. Um, they saw themselves advancing and, and um, the element of competition we thought would inspire people to, 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 to do more for us. We also thought that this project, uh, progress bar, which as I say we named the Benthmometer, would also be inspiring. Um, the the uh, right hand figure is the number of folios that are, have been digitised and been uploaded to the desk. And then the, the bar shows how many have actually been transcribed. And so we kept that updated uh, as we w went along as well. Oh, and uh, the bottom right is a discussion forum. So what we would do is we would, that's a challenge posted by us, is this the most awful manuscript so far? Um, to try and kind of spark some interest and, and, and get people chatting. And also it gave the users a, cha a chance to chat to each other, to ask questions of each other, ask for advice, to collaborate on a manuscript. So we definitely wanted to keep that element of interaction there in order to sort of fuse the community together um, and give them a sense that they were collaborating in, in this um, initiative as a, as a team, basically. So, yeah, Tim is going to talk about our results and, and um, whether it actually worked um, for the next few slides. So I'll pass over to him and then I'll come back to conclude. Thank you. Um, my findings are a bit more statistical, uh, but I'm going to tell the story of our progress since uh, we launched on the 8th of September last year uh, before moving on to the work that's actually been done by the volunteers and their motivations for returning and the, the super transcribers themselves who've uh, done the majority of the work. So um, we can see here that the, the number of volunteers, the number of manuscripts which have been transcribed and the number of which are considered complete um, over the six month testing period from the 8th of September last year to the 8th of March this year. Um, 439 manuscripts were transcribed prior to last Christmas an average rate of about 23 a week. Um, at this time, there's only really one transcriber uh, doing things on a regular basis. Um, however, just uh, after Christmas, the New York Times published an article about the project, which, tr which you can see trebled the uh, user base pretty much overnight and generated a lot of interest and also <coughs> a lot of uh, manuscripts were completed. Um, this gave the project impetus, which has largely stayed with the project. Um, and from Christmas up to the 8th of March, it was an average of 57 manuscripts being transcribed each week. This is, the, um, this is from the 9th of March to the, the last time the statistics were measured on Friday. Um, 
so you can see the progress now really has been much steadier. Um, the number of users being read new, sorry, new user registrations has kind of tailed off a bit. But um, the average number of manuscripts being transcribed each week, as you can see, is still 35, which we found a bit surprising as we anticipated when we announced that the transcription desk wouldn't be staffed on a full-time basis anymore due to the um, grant coming to an end, that people would lose interest, whereas this, um, a number of super transcribers have stopped taking part, but this is the, the slack has been picked up by the others. Um, either way, the amount of work being done by the, the volunteers is pretty remarkable. Um, if we assume that a manuscript has about 250 words in it, and that's some are several thousand words long, some are just a couple of lines, then um, that's net. we estimate that about 350,000 words have been transcribed since the project began. Of the 1,207 volunteers who were registered with the site as of the 8th of March, only 259, or just over a fifth, have actually transcribed anything. Um, most, as you can see, have only worked on one. Uh, 163 volunteers have only worked on one. And while any act of transcription is of benefit to the project, um, a number of volunteers have contributed a quite astounding um, volume of work, particularly when the complexity and time-consuming nature of the task has been taken into account. Um, and as you can see, 15 users have transcribed between 6 and 30 manuscripts each, but only a further 7 could be described as being active on a regular basis and have done a volume of work which qualifies them as uh, super transcribers. Um, this slide is um, a quick summary of Rose Holly's um, article on crowdsourcing. And in that, she identified certain characteristics of what she calls super volunteers, the 10% the who do the most work, work on the project for the longest period of time, and, and so on. So I'd just like to examine how these findings bear on Transcribe Bentham and the work of our super transcribers. Um, we have seven um, who have anonymized here. And they com comprise a mere 0.6% of all registered volunteers, so it's much lower than the 10% um, identified by Rose Holly. Yet by the 8th of March, they had between them worked on 709 of the 1,009 transcribed manuscripts, or about 70% of the total. And Volunteer C alone has wor had worked on a quite staggering 28% of the total. Um, and at the most recent update of the statistics, um, we worked out that she has actually worked on 550 manuscripts, which is now about 40% of the overall total. And Volunteer C is the only one that's been with the project since around launch time. Um, all of the other uh, super transcribers were recruited as a result of the New York Times article. And as far as we can tell, most of the super transcribers are indeed based in North America. Um, what we know about the Transcribe Bentham volunteers is largely derived from a user survey which we uh, ran earlier in the year, and it would appear that most of those interested and or taking part in the project are educated professionals and more than a third have an undergraduate degree, 39% have a master's degree and almost a quarter a doctorate. And these are survey respondents rather than the, the overall user base. Um, more than a third of survey respondents were either students or academics, uh, while we also have those working in the arts, editing, IT and so on. Um, a few of the examples um, of people, of their jo individual jobs. We have a radio station music director, a novelist, 
several librarians, civil servants, an ecologist, and a box office manager for a non-profit historical movie theater. So uh, all human life is here. Um, only a tenth of respondents were, were retirees, though from the information gleaned from their user profiles, it does appear that uh, several super transcribers are retired, uh, while another one is taking a year out from study, which does reinforce the need to recruit people with a certain amount of disposable spare time. Uh, the findings for the, the ages of the survey respondents do generally follow Holly's contention that while the ages vary, um, the most active ones are generally a mixture of what she described <coughs> as retired people and young, dynamic, high-achieving professionals with full-time jobs. Um, and the age profile from our survey suggests that the transcribed Benton volunteers are slightly uh, older um, in that sense. The... Um, Possibly the most interesting aspect of the survey was when we asked what motivated volunteers to take part in the project. Um, respondents stated that they were mostly interested, uh, motivated by general interest in history and philosophy, in crowdsourcing and the technology behind the project, and in Bentham himself. And a significant number also cited the fact that they were taking part in a collaborative project which uh, would contribute to the greater good by creating this digital resource and some even found the transcription process fun. Um, Valerie's already talked about the, the benthmometer and the, the point system and from the outset we, we implemented these means of encouraging friendly competition and we expected these to be quite important to, to volunteers but it's quite notable from the results that uh, recognition and competition were not, were not um, reported as being very important motivational factors. Um, although this conclusion does come with a caveat in that the, the most active super transcriber is motivated by competition and recognition, so you've got to be aware of the, the various uh, people's motivations. Um, a number of respondents also found the intellectual challenge and puzzle solving aspect of the project enjoyable and rewarding, um, with, sev with several people comparing deciphering Bentham's handwriting to doing a crossword. Um, one volunteer described transcribed Bentham as a, a, a literary form of archaeology and that instead of using a brush to uncover an object, you get to uncover historical information by reading and transcribing it. It leaves his legacy available for all to access. Um, I will briefly, um, the factors which dissuade people from taking part are also just as important um, and the single most important uh, dissuading factor is time or rather lack thereof for learning how to transcribe and spending the time on um, actually deciphering Bentham's manuscripts. Um, as one, one volunteer put it, they, they found that the transcription process has been a little more complicated than I anticipated. I thought I would be able to type away but I have to learn a little more before I get started so I'm not wasting anyone else's time. And while we can't do anything about Bentham's handwriting, we can at least uh, implement new way, um, more user-friendly ways of transcribing, such as in introducing a what you see is what you get um, transcription interface as an alternative to adding the tags, and that's something we'll hopefully explore in the in the future. Um, though the the grant has come to an end, the future is hopefully looking quite bright, and we've had a, some good news recently, um, and it's just been announced this morning that the project has won 
um, an award of distinction at this year's pre-Ars uh, Electronica um, in, that, in that competition. So we're quite delighted with that. And the, the money that comes with it we'll use to digitise more Bentham manuscripts. Um, so I anticipate a, few, a busy few weeks ahead. Hopefully that'll bring a bit of publicity to the project. And I'll quickly hand back to Valerie for the conclusion. Um, just going to talk a bit about the super transcribers as a community and how they actually interact with one another and with the, the rest of the team. Um, we basically found that in general our users didn't actually um, tend to use some of the social features that we thought would actually, would actually be significant. But having said that, the super transcribers, uh, the seven of them, actually do, th those are the ones that tend to populate their social profiles and to communicate with each other by, by leaving um, each other messages. They also have sometimes had conversations with one another uh, through Facebook as well. Um, however, we did have a, a, a glitch with our transcription desk. Um, certain functions that we hoped would be available, for example, we hoped that users would be able to add each other as friends, just like with Facebook. Um, that actually malfunctioned and, and we weren't, it wasn't ever fixed. And we think that if some of these functions had been available, that might have actually contributed to this sense um, of working as a team and, 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 and being a community. But having said that, the super transcribers um, were able to communicate. They, they did take advantage of what there was. Um, we also, as Tim said, uh, the leaderboard, um, it didn't seem to be that important to everyone, but um, except for our, some of our super transcribers who did monitor it um, very closely um, and, and, and wanted it to be updated regularly so that their contribution um, was out there and, 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 and publicised and recognised. Um, and we also found that the super transcribers, um, while they were very prolific, um, also they were very um, demanding on our time because they wanted feedback, they wanted to know how to improve um, and so we did spend a lot of time answering emails, um, communica communicating with them, answering uh, messages on the discussion forum in order to try and keep, keep them in, involved. Um, so, th so that was something that we had to kind of bear in mind um, and actually did take up a lot of, lot of our time. And we also found that it was, well, the, the super transcribers that happen to be based in, in Britain, and there aren't many, most, as Tim said, are in North America, um, are, our, 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 um, one of our volunteer super transcribers um, came to our um, public events and so we, f we felt like actually having that face-to-face -face contact was important um, particularly for this individual and someone did say that if they had happened to be in the country then they would have liked to come and so I, I, I don't know whether maybe that's something that w to think about that having a sort of digital anonymous community isn't really enough for some people that they actually like to, to come and, and to meet the person face-to-face and to actually feel like there's something more personal about it. But of course, with a, a global um, project like this, um, with most, most of our users in North America, um, it's, you can't do that, it's too, it's too difficult. So it has to be um, digital and anonymous. Um, but one of the things we, we did find was that while the, the super transcribers would communicate maybe with one another more than other users did, um, they still didn't tend to collaborate 
um, on a manuscript, we wondered whether we might have one or two users who had been unfamiliar with each other before working on the same manuscript together and, and seeing it as a joint project. And, but that actually didn't tend to happen. Um, what happened instead was that users kind of claimed on ownership over a certain manuscript and didn't want anyone else to touch it. Um, so so that, that, was, that was quite interesting. Uh, Rose Hawley said that super volunteers um, come to feel that the crowdsourcing is actually a full-time job. Um, and I think from our experience of Transcribe Bentham, I would say that maybe only one, maybe two, actually put in full-time hours. Um, um, but the tr super transcribers in general do spend quite a lot of time and, and put in a lot of effort. Um, Holly said that volunteers are very conscious that they have a responsibility to the project, and I think that that's probably true of our super volunteers as well. Um, and they also they tend to claim ownership of the site insofar as they'll report errors to us um, when, when um, somebody left some sort of spam message on the discussion forum. It was a super volunteer who informed us of it. Um, and I think it was over the weekend, so we weren't, we weren't there, we weren't working, we weren't staffing, we weren't paying attention, but of course our super transcribers were and, and alerted us to that. So there is a sense that this is something that they have a stake in and that they want to see want to see um, kept, kept right. And they also tend to provide us with many suggestions for improvements, some, some of which have been implemented and have been extremely valuable um, uh, as we've gone along. So I think the con our conclusion is that while at the start our aim was to try to engage as many people as possible and to recruit a, a, a very wide pool of, of volunteers, and Tim says we have 1,027 users, Without the, the very small minority, um, without the super transcribers, the project would never have been successful. So they're absolutely vital. Um, and so I think our final conclusion is that what's, for us anyway, what started out as crowdsourcing actually became what we described as gang sourcing because it's only a very small group of people that are working together that we'd actually able to keep motivated and perhaps it would be different if um, we were able now, now that our funding has run out, we can't devote so much time, but with sustained publicity and outreach um, initiatives it might be possible to, to, to continue to uh, recruit new users, um, but that's what we found that as time has gone on it's, it's actually become more like, like gang sourcing, but um, that's why, oh it's gone, I was going to take you back to our superwoman. Um, and that's basically what we, <laughs> we feel about them. And um, we're extremely grateful to them for, for the effort that, they, that they've, put, they've put in. Thanks. <laughs>